Morning, Kenny. Oh, uh, Kyle. Good, good morning, Kyle. Well, good morning, Kyle. It's uh, Tuesday, August twenty third, twenty sixteen. Is it? Oh, we're live right now over at GoodStuff.fm/live, as we will be in the continuing days of Tuesdays and Fridays at ten a.m. Eastern over at GoodStuff.fm/live. How was your weekend? Uh, it was full of loud music. How loud? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Oh, buddy. Uh, really though, how uh, how was your weekend? Uh, I had a I had a full weekend of doing a lot of nothing. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, binge watching television shows. Uh, that that was included. Um, I got some pizza. Oh yeah. Um, what else? Mm. Uh, you really don't need anything else. That is the oh, life. Oh, I did something that uh, I'll tell you about a little later. What? But I want I want to hear about your weekend, Kyle. I want I want you to tell me about your uh, your your trip. <gasps> Gasp. Uh, my trip was great. So I went down we to, alluded um, to... We alluded to it on Friday, but we is, didn't really get too much information. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> that's from... Oh, that's, that's left over from the weekend. Um, it was great. I took a train Where'd, down where'd you go? to San Diego. Uh, more specifically, Escondido, I think. There's Encinitas and Escondido, and I get them confused. Because they're about the same length, and they both start with E. And they're in the oh, same the, area. Like the same length of word. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you meant like the same, like the same size city. Uh no. <laughs> like if you if you took all the people in the city and laid them down horizontally <laughs> and counted them. They they would be the same length. They would be the same exact length. <laughs> and what one is one is full of uh a large population of short children, <laughs> and then the other is like fourteen tall people. <laughs> Small population. Yes. Okay. Anyway, Kyle, tell me, tell me what you <laughs> so, did. <laughs> that was a bad joke. I, yeah. I, uh, went down to that area on a train. Um, the first train I took down just, it looked like it had come out of the 1940s. Um, silver on the outside, the seats inside felt like a bajillion people had sat on them before me. And I was then absorbing all of their nutrients through the the lower oh. aspects of my leg. Um, oh, gross! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just you know, like a spiritual experience, you know. <laughs> and then, and uh, there were people drinking beers on the train, which I did not know that you could do that. Um, uh, well, was this the train? Was this the kind of train that you you can like order? food and drinks on i i don't believe so i mean you're going from la union station at it its top most point down to san diego it well, let's look it up maybe three hours total can you drink which is not that bad i could i would Alcohol. maybe think that you would get peanuts maybe because a plane <laughs> ride if it was three hours you're getting peanuts for sure right uh let's see I okay. assume so. Am- Amtrak, right? You took Amtrak? I did. Okay. Uh, let's see. Alcoholic beverages. This is the... the uh, we serve alcoholic be- beverages on board trains oh, in most yeah. dining, lounge, and cafe cars. Well, uh, then it says private stock. You may bring aboard your own private stock of alcoholic beverages subject to the following limitations. Okay, what? So here we go. You may consume private stock alcoholic beverages only in sleeping car accommodations for which you have a valid ticket or 
you may not consume private stock beverages in any public areas. So, were you in a sleeping car? I was not asleep. No. Okay, then they they're they're illegal. Then mm. what they did? Holy <laughs> cow! That's bad. Well, so mm. yeah, you, I, can, you can have it, but you just can't. You can't drink it unless you're asleep. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's it's sort of like a a, causa, a dual causality situation going on. You, well, you drink you drink it, it puts you to sleep, or you drink it when you wake up immediately. Got that one. Need, uh, need my morning whiskey. Yes. So I did that. Rode down, had a bunch of beers. Rode back. It was great. I had a great weekend. All right. It was that's hot. it. It was kind of how, many, hot. how I, many beers did you have, Kyle? Thirty. Whoa. But it's good, not. Good I mean, beers? Of, uh, what? 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 Hmm? I said good beers. Yeah, for for the most part, yes. Uh, not the not the good company based out of Santa Ana. I do not believe that they were at the festival. But I did have oh. a multitude of of fantastic uh, fermented beverages that I consumed within a three hour period. So yes. Oh, I, wait, I, hold I, on. I had, I had Are you telling time. me you had thirty beers in three hours? Or less, more more likely less, because the wow. last call is about half an hour from the closing time, so maybe two hours. I so mean, the, 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 they're small pours. Come on, they're small well, pours. Yeah, small, but, small, tiny. But Kyle, tiny even if pours. they're like two ounce pours, uh huh, and you had thirty of them, that's sixty ounces of beer. Well, the 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 weekend before that, I had I had forty nine, forty nine types of beer. That's correct. My goodness. So this weekend. Oh, well, I did. I did go to a uh, a brewery. Yes. On Saturday. Okay. All right. Uh, my, my, my local brewery, the Dust Bowl. And you had 30, 30 more there, right? No, I had no. about eight. Mm. Okay. Uh, See, tasters. You, 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 mm, you got it. You understand. Yeah. Well, actually at this new place, they, they opened a new tap room and they're, they're, their uh, samplers, they give, I think they're seven ounce pours. Okay. That's, that's I mean, good amount. Yeah, the, that's the, that is a great amount. Um, mm -hmm. What it what six. What did the beer taste like, Kenny? Mm, oh, it tastes like uh, coffee. Oh, well, that's weird. I mean, well, only a couple. Shut up, of, uh, only, only a couple of them usually taste like coffee, but. Uh, hmm. Oh, oh I, I'm, I'm glad you. Yeah. I'm glad you had a good time, Kyle. I did. I'm glad you had a wonderful, relaxing weekend yourself as well. The news, however, does not take a break. And that's where we're going, Kenny. Are you ready to get on the train <laughs> to the news? How did you not blow the whistle? <laughs> the whistle's having a problem. Here it comes. These are today's headlines. Android 7.0 Nougat begins official rollout to get GoGo Nexus devices. Well, I don't know why I affected an <laughs> I, accent I, there. I, I have no, no idea either. <laughs> no, uh, Google, announced, yeah. Google announced uh, yesterday that Nougat will begin rolling out to most Nexus devices. And uh, as an over-the-air update, the Nougat rollout, that's a funny way to say that, Nougat rollout, mm -hmm. um, will take place over a couple of weeks, and Nexus devices will get the update based on region and carrier. The rollout of uh, Android 7.0 will go first to the Nexus range of smartphones and tablets, including the Nexus 6, which you have? No. You have the 6P, right? I, I do have the 6P, yes. Okay, did you get it? Well... Oh, wait, you were on the beta. Ah... Uh, <laughs> I, I was on the beta for a long time, but I sat next to my phone on its setting screen yesterday forever trying to get this uh, the new 7.0 release to, to really? show up. And it, it just wouldn't. It, it absolutely would not. Well, this also says any device... We're just... We're talking about the... Roll out. Oh, yeah. Come on, Kenny. Any device enrolled in the uh, Android beta program will also receive the final version of Nougat. So you're kind of like double 
double listed on there. Maybe that's why they didn't want to give you the uh, over-the-air update. So, no, I uh, I re-enrolled in the beta program this morning, and I instantly received <laughs> the rollout. All right, well, there you go. So now I'm on now I'm on seven. Woo! Got Android nougat. There you go. All right. Uh, speaking of rolling, Robo Race reveals a working prototype of its self-driving race car today. Or yesterday, we know a tiny bit more because the series posted a video of an actual car using actual wheels and no actual human driving, very briefly, around a racetrack uh, called DevBot, a robo race, uh, or that says robo race calls it. Uh, it's the test car that the series is using to shore up the basic software and hardware that each team will start with when the race begins sometime during the 2016-2017 Formula E season. Now, we talked about Formula E before, where it's like when they first rolled out those cars, <laughs> roll out. It sounded like that. It was like really silent. Also, what are you playing? So the driver just got out of his car. I'm watching the video here. And then the car takes off by itself. If their if their intent was to make it look really creepy, like the car was going to mow you down, uh, succeeded. Bingo. Yeah, I saw a picture of it. It does kind of look like it's only the guts of a car, though. It does. Yes. Which is, I guess that's the point. Yeah. Yeah. You need to make sure that there are no humans involved. So. What it means, Kyle, though, is it's probably rocking the NVIDIA Drive PX2 supercomputer, oh. as well as all the other autonomous tech that the series unveiled earlier this month. Uh, okay. Why would they do autonomous racing? Doesn't that kind of take the <laughs> racing out of it? Well, it sounds like they want to race this car with real oh. race car drivers. Now, so this I is don't... like this is like the ghost car. On video games. Oh, like you have yeah. the card that does it at <laughs> optimum speed. Yes. Like you're an optimum time. But you can't pass through this car. <laughs> you, you That's can, the you new can, tech. You, you, That's uh, the new stuff. Uh, yeah. 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 It's like that. Uh, that James Bond movie where he goes into the hotel made of ice. And then he we makes. Don't, we don't speak of that movie. Oh, sorry. It's a, That's it's a surprise. surprise. <laughs> a surprise. That's the end of Pierce Brosnan's career. <laughs> True. All right, moving on, Kyle. PlayStation Plus annual fee is jumping up 10 bucks in September. No new features. Did you see the email that came over for this yesterday? Just look like I a... Hey, did. Hey, by the way, we're going to be changing a couple of our things. I uh, hope everything's okay with you. You might never check this email because it was one that you signed up with a long well, time ago. Okay, so what they're doing here is they're upping the annual fee. If, if that's what you subscribe with... Uh, from $50 to $60 or $70 Canadian. Um, and that starts September 22nd, which is exactly one month after an announcement posted on Monday. So they're giving you a month notice to say, hey, if you guys have an annual uh, subscription already, we're just letting you know the next time you renew, it's going to be 10 bucks more. So do you the, go, do you go and oh, renew go now or do you wait and just let it happen and say, eh, it's 10 bucks? Um, do avoid, I don't think do avoid I don't two think, coffees now and then pay the money later. I don't think that you're able to like cancel if because I I renewed or I renew in January. Okay, like, that's when I signed up for it. So right. I don't think that I'm able to like cancel it and then renew again. Mm. I don't know though. That's a good question. That's something that you should check on. Okay, me personally. Okay, I will, sure. I'll I mean, I know you use it. Mon monthly Kyle, yeah. monthly prices have not changed. It's still ten dollars a month. Blah. Which why would you do that? Just go annual. It's the easiest way. But what if you like me? I I there are spurts of time where I just don't play at all. Yeah, but you still use PlayStation View though. That is correct. I believe you need a plus account for that. And I like my games to be updated. Yeah. I, I want to make sure that when I go to play them, that they are fully and 100% updated. I don't want to have to sit through. I think you need plus through. for that, though. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All the... I don't know. Well, 
this is kind of a side thing that's not in our headline notes, but okay. did you see the the quote leaked images of the new PS4? I did. What the do you PS4 think? PS4 Slim or whatever? Yeah. Um, it's it's just it's smaller. Mm-hmm. It's it's rounder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it still looks pretty good. It looks like the PS2. A little it bit. Kinda like, does. Like like you took the edges of a PS2 and you you sanded them down. Well, it's a lot more matte finish. <laughs> like it looks my, plastic. It doesn't look matte. It looks plastic. I, I guess you're right. It looks 3D printed is what it looks like. It's true. That is true. Maybe someone um, did 3D print it and then painted it black. That's well, that's what people are people are uh, uh, claiming that some some le- well, I don't know about this latest one, but some leaked images that are post are posted people claim that those are just 3D printed. Jeez. Which which is a good thing for 3D printing. The the fact that you can like fake uh, a, a wide release piece of hardware like that to make it look good just, with 3D printing. With 3D rendering, you don't need to... I mean, unless you want to do blurry photos, that would have been better. Blurry photos yeah. first. You know, substantiate your claim through like, oh, kind of... Yeah, I mean, that's a PlayStation box and it, it's it's a big... It's lo- yeah, Either way... It, it looks like it. I'm, fi- I'm fine if, if the, uh, the new version of the PS4 gets leaked like that. What I'm looking for is the next... They're they're four point five the Neo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the one that I'm excited for. Dumb dumb. I, I will buy that one, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Now moving on, Kyle. Moving on. Ringling oh. Brothers. Ringling Brothers new space themed show brings Cirque to the circus. Mm. What? Named Out of This World, this is the first Ringling Brothers show to have a storyline or take place in space. All right, there you go. <laughs> First to have a storyline, and it's in space. What do you know? Uh, the new setting is made possible mostly by the new performance technologies integrated into the production. 3D projection mapping transforms the look of the stage. Instead of a big, bulky set piece used in past shows, the team now uses seven projectors to make the audience feel like they have been transported to outer space. Oh, boy. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what? So it's going it's going the way less less circus tent more yes. theatrical. Yes. I like that. <laughs> I've I got like that. I've got one for that but it's fine. Woo! Woo! I like it as what do well. You think? I I'm interested in space themed. I've seen a Cirque du Soleil Have you ever once. Oh okay. You've yeah. seen Cirque du Soleil. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Ringling Brothers? No. Have you been to like a legit circus? No. Uh, other other than this clowns, other right? than this program in the morning, no. I just drink coffee. All right, God, moving on. Twitter is rolling out night mode for iOS. <laughs> night mode. Night, they want, night mode. They want you to use their app. Uh, the company announced it yesterday. Night mode turns Twitter's dark text on light background Ugh. interface upside down, oh, giving a darker yeah? look that should be easier to read at night or in dimmer indoor environments. It's rolling out yesterday slash today, and they're bringing night mode to iOS. Blah, blah, blah. Have, blah, have you blah. tried it? No, who cares? Uh, I don't you, even... I don't... Come on! I use Twitter maybe once a week. Come on, uh, try it. See what see what it looks like. I'll do it later. Uh, let's let's turn it on. I use. Oh, why does it? I mean, it looks nice. Ooh. Okay. All right. It's darker. Kind of like dark blue. Twitter night mode's trying to get you in the mood. Mm, yeah, I know. I. I... Get, get me out of here. I want to I be on day mode. I don't like get this. Get me out of here. I don't, I don't like this at all. <laughs> oh, Twitter. <laughs> all right. And Kyle, last but not least, the new Streisand effect. <laughs> Barbara I calls Tim Cook to change Siri's pronunciation. <sighs> what, what were you saying? I, I, I can't believe you pronounced it that way, but go ahead. Streisand. It seems went on NPR. It seems uh, went on NPR this weekend to talk about her tour and her upcoming album Encore. Movie partners sing Broadway, <laughs> and she told host Scott Simon that she was frustrated by the fact that Siri kept calling her Streisand instead of Streisand. And she says, "So what? What did I do? I called the head of Apple, Tim Cook, and he delightfully agreed to have Siri change the pronunciation of my name finally with the next update on September 30th. So let's see if that happens because I will be thrilled. Whoa, Barbara, 
maybe don't say that the next update's coming September 30th. I love uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, make sure you leak some other details. Did did she say anything about a headphone jack? Anything? <laughs> anything at all? Yeah, the new Streisand headphone jack is right. coming out. Right. Yes. It once you plug it in, it will pronounce it properly. So I think this is I think this is like the perfect example of people who don't understand how tech works. I'm gonna call the head of Apple it's, and have him fix my phone. Right. Can you imagine being 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 the lowly person on the totem pole that this went Streisand to Cook, Cook to whomever, and then down the line to the person who had to go in and change the pronunciation and copy and paste from the Wikipedia page. Yeah. Awful. So, for the record, I'd like to say I don't. This care. happened four months ago. Actually, I don't, I don't, that's how long it took. It's true. I don't care how she wants it to be pronounced. Garco is the only one, not Siri, that we need to worry about the pronunciation of. Here we and go. So, Barbara, this is for you. Oh, Garco! So, I've got to say, um, we've been right all along. I, I didn't know that she spells her name Barbara. Why like is it no Barbara? Barbara. Barbara. Right. There's no Hannah Barbara. Barbara. So Barbara <laughs> Streisand is. Well, uh, I think we're missing. We're also missing the, the, the biggest part here is that she said with the next update on September 30th. I don't. I. I don't know if she definitely not supposed to say that. Definitely <laughs> no, not supposed definitely to say that. Definitely not. Um, uh, but can we can we even take that to mean that she knows that that's next? Why, update? why give a date? Why just why not just say September? That, right, that must have been Tim Cook came to her and said, "Hey, by the way, just wanted to update you on ticket number four eight three eight nine. We have we have reintegrated this. This is actually in the next sprint, and so um, yeah, you'll be uh, you'll be hearing the updates." About your pronunciation very soon. Just wanted to I let think, you know. Well, I don't think we it's moved September in, we 30th, moved things though. around. Your your ticket has been updated. Barbara Streisand's on GitHub. You don't know. <laughs> Stri, Stri, Streisand. Streisand. Uh, I don't. I don't think that they would wait till September thirtieth, though, would they? For the for the new iOS. It, what I don't understand is doesn't some of this stuff happen server side now? anyway yeah in the new version of this phone some stuff is local right kind of well def definitely siri you need you need a connection okay you need a, a data connection to make siri work the fact that they can't just go uh change the pronunciation click 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 and then just do it you're right it doesn't need an update I to give know. you a new pronunciation i don't know how this works it doesn't matter maybe tim cook's just like Egging her on, it's like, yeah, we're gonna fix that in the next update. Wink. So this, this is all whatever. It's a farce. It's a, it is a uh, misdirection towards what's actually going to happen on September thirtieth. You know, definitely because Stry the fact that we got this update from Streisand, 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 uh, instead of like any other outlet, right? The fact that the fact that uh, the, this is breaking news from her well, only. Technically, it came from NPR. Oh, oh, great NPR! It <laughs> did. Yes, Kenny. Well, NPR, those are your headlines. Thank you. And of course, it's brought to you by FeedPress. FeedPress is RSS feed analytics, podcast file hosting, and now podcast publishing in a simple, intuitive, and unified dashboard. That's right. You now have your own mini content management system to create posts, upload episodes, and manage posts directly inside FeedPress. And of course, the podcast editor supports Markdown by default for formatting and includes a very useful full screen mode with a live preview of your episode. Now, I don't think I can continue to do this. Trailing. Oh, please, please don't. Just go back to regular trailing Kyle. Off. Hey, <clears throat> I need to bring back all the just get those dog burps <clears throat> all uh, riled up, Kenny. Now, along with these great features that I just mentioned in a very 
uh, <clears throat> lackluster and, and non-interested voice. I am actually interested in FeedPress because they continue to offer powerful subscriber and podcast download tracking, integrated newsletters, and automated publishing for social posts. Things like Twitter, Facebook, you know, the good stuff. <clears throat> .fm. Podcast hosting is just 8 bucks a month with 400 megabytes of flexible file storage that rolls over monthly. So if you don't use it, you get to keep it. The storage they include is more than enough for four episodes per month of high bitrate audio. I published our last episode at 128. What do you think of that? Whoa. Pod- podcast people suck Whoa. it. Whoa. That's like 20% more than what we've been doing. Uh, right? You can also add hosting if you need more. If you want to go all the way up to 192, th- let's just put this podcast to 320. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll distribute it in wave format. And then we'll you, distribute it in flack. That's right. Flack. <laughs> more, the morning show flack uh, RSS feed is coming your way. So I don't know. I don't the know morning if, lossless show. <laughs> there you go. But you can upgrade that storage. That's, that's really what I'm getting at. And you'll have that. That uh, $8 a month on top of their nice $4 a month RSS feed analytics hosting plan. You'll need all that wrapped up into one. So go to feed.press slash morning show today. Sign up. Try it. 14 days. No contracts, commitments. That means free. F-R-E-E. Feed.press slash morning show. And use the promo code. We've got one for you. Morning show. All one word. During checkout, you'll get 10% off your first year. A huge thanks to Feedpress their support of morning show and the good stuff broadcasting network speaking of uh getting confused with cities and taking a whole bunch of people and putting them side by side kenny all of the ants in the world weigh approximately the same as all of the human beings in the world. If you took both of those, I get them confused all the time, all the time too. You know, the, the people and ants, I, just, I don't know. I step on both. I have an ant. <laughs> Actually, you want to hear a funny story about that? <clears throat> Go ahead. In third grade, mm-hmm. uh, we were reading the, we were reading James and the Giant Peach. Sure. We were reading the novel. Um, and was I had it, already was seen the, the, was it the pits? Uh, no, <clears throat> uh, shut up. <laughs> uh, I had seen the movie already. Um, and so I already had a recollection of like the, the things that were happening in the book. I was like, Oh, I was connecting to how they were happening in the movie. Now the, you remember in the movie, the little like glow worm things mm, that yes. were in the peach that kind of transformed everything. Yes. The magic things that he got from the dude. Sure. Well, so I, we were taking a test It's third grade. We were taking a test where the teacher was asking the questions. She wasn't writing them out. We didn't have them written out. She was asking them verbally. And then we were writing down answers. It's third grade. It didn't way too advanced. And one of the questions was, how did James feel about the ants? And in my head, I thought, Oh, she's talking about those like little glowworm thingies. I guess she's calling them ants. I just thought bugs, like ants, bugs, whatever, same thing. Right. And so I wrote my answer based on what he thought about those little worms. Mm-hmm. And when I got back my test, she had marked it down. Like she said, it's wrong. And then she wrote, she wrote, she marked it wrong. And she wrote next with the word aunts, A-U-N-T-S. So she said the word ants, but she meant, you know, the generation above you, oh, right? Uh, yeah. The two ants. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the, so the, the, she the didn't say the two ants. And or father. You're right. Yeah. Right. She just said, how did James feel about the ants? That was the, that was the question that what she a, asked what a verbally. Vague, what a vague question. Kenny, did she also say, what are you in first grade? And I said, no, I'm in third grade. That's right. Okay, that's my story about okay. ants. I'm 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 sorry that you had to deal with. You know that. what, Kyle? That was <laughs> that was almost 20 years ago. I'm still bitter. <laughs> I'm still I'm still bitter about a lot of things that happened in third grade. Uh, that was a bad year. Yes, yes, it was. Yeah. 
Got another fact for you. Since, <laughs> since I don't know, I don't know what this is going to conjure up, Kenny. Whales, whales can't taste anything but salt, and that's one T but on, salt? on butt. I knew you were going to go there. <sighs> I'm a whale. Oh, this yeah. tastes like butt salt. Okay, perfect. Uh, the world's shortest snake is four inches long and often is mistaken for an earthworm. Uh, okay. What, can I, I want to see a picture of this thing. You see the uh, snake? Uh, hold on, it's loading. Loading. Oh, I can see why. It's it's brown. It's the scaly bits kind of hmm. look like the ridges of an earthworm. Huh. Okay. All right. I can see. Oh, and yeah, this, oh. it's got like no discerning features mm. to make it look like anything but an earthworm. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Wait, hold on. The The subtitle of this is the smallest of 3,100 known species. This snake is as thin as a spaghetti noodle. Oh, would you eat a bowl of snakes? Eat mm. a bowl mm. of snakes. No, but I'm a little. You'd eat them alive. Kyle. Bowl of snakes. <laughs> no, shush. This was. This was uh, published August 4th, 2008. Uh, yeah, and? Where are you getting facts from? <laughs> Do it. It's fine. Don't worry about okay. it. Last one, Kenny. Also, I have a fact for you after you're done with your facts. Okay, then two more. Yeah. <clears throat> the human brain has enough memory to hold three million hours of television. Uh, I'm up there around the 2.5 million range. I would I would say so. Just from this weekend? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Totes. Uh, what's your What's your fact? You got one for me? Yeah. Okay. So this weekend, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, I went to our parents' house, and I was looking I was looking for an old book that I had, and I was looking through some of my old stuff. Okay. And I found I found uh, the Holy Grail of my childhood. Should I? Do you need a, a music for this? I think you may. Yeah, you, I think you, I need I need music to to announce it. Okay. Uh, how about how about more like this? Uh, you remember when? You remember when Kyle? Back in the late nineties, I'm moving stuff around on my desk. Mm -hmm. uh, in the late nineties, there was there was this push for these things that you collected. Pugs. Not pugs. Ah. <laughs> And it sounded a little something like, let's see if I can get sound on this one. Uh. Oh, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Those are either. Oh! Those are. Oh, yeah. Those are either baseball cards or. <clears throat> Exactly right. Oh yeah. I found my Pokemon cards, guys. That was absolutely not the Pokemon theme I was expecting because it just says Pokemon theme on the soundboard. <laughs> uh, but it, hey, it's it's fine. Whatever. That's the nightmare theme. Oh man. Well it kind of kind of is a nightmare when you think about it. I can't believe you found those. Wow. Yeah. So, okay, what's what's in there? What are we missing? Okay, so we're missing uh uh, what number is this? We're missing number 16, Zapdos. Okay. It's a holographic. And number seven, which is a Hitmonchan, which is also a holographic. Hmm. Okay. Both of which I have or already ordered from eBay. Why am I not surprised? So why am I, no, why my, am I not surprised my at all? first base set Pokemon cards, 102 cards. I'm going to have them completed by oh, the end of the week. Oh, yeah. And and that's it, I'm that's it. I'm done. I'm done living. That's it. That's the end of. Wait, <laughs> yeah. I, I, the the collection the collection I've been building for the past seventeen years. This this is an incredible moment. Please, I know, right? Please like don't Snapchat it because you need you need to save that forever. It needs I, to be. Yeah, it definitely yeah. doesn't need to last for just ten seconds. Oh. Well, I'm very excited for you. Oh yeah. Or for us, I mean, we're really—it's a—it's a joint effort. 
Uh, no. Uh, hey, you had, hey, you had your own cards, buddy. I'm gonna end the call right now. Just, buddy. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna end the call right now. This is for me. It's no, no. All others are not welcome. That's fine. Okay. I'll just. You know, I'm, I'm a little hungry. Can I'll, you tell I'll, me what today is? Sit over here, Kenny. <clears throat> Today's National Day. Uh, Today's National Day is National Cuban Sandwich Day. Oh yeah! Have you had a Cuban sandwich before? Uh, once. It's it's square, um, and then on on the third dimension, um, it's the same. All right, all right. Uh, oh, that's a cubist sandwich. Sorry, <laughs> that's not. I don't think it's cubist. I don't. <laughs> I think it's a cubed sandwich. Oh, it's a, so it's got. Pi- Pick pickle pickleassos inside, maybe. Oh for, no, for a, Kyle! For no, <laughs> weren't you an art major? <laughs> uh. Hey, um, that horn is over game. I know, right? It's nice. It's really good. It sounds good. Cuban sandwiches, though. Cuban sandwich day is a day, Kenny, to celebrate the traditional pressed Cuban sandwich and its many variants which have spread from Tampa, Florida's Yerber City. Eber, Ibor, Yibor. Uh, Garco. Ibor. Ibor City. I like that name. Ibor. Neighborhood to restaurant menus in all corners of the world. The Cuban sandwich is a history lesson pressed between two pieces of bread. So, like, Paper. Yeah, the, the Constitution is, is what is they use inside, for the... Uh, it's rolled inside the computer. Hmm. <laughs> Perhaps no other foods represent the United States history as a melting pot at the turn of the century better than the Cubano, which combines... Cubano. Cu- 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 cubano. Gar- gar- Garcano. Cubano. Okay. Uh, cubano. Whatever. Fine. Yes. Whatever you <clears throat> which combines elements from three different immigrant groups... That came together surprisingly, surprise, in the deep south. Also, it's delicious? Question mark. According to this, <laughs> why is it? Why is there a question mark? I'm not sure. I am not sure at all. Here's some fun facts, though, Kenny. While an early cousin of the Cuban sandwich was born in Cuba proper, the Cuban sandwich, as we know it today, actually originated in Tampa, Florida. It's from a cigar-producing neighborhood. Blah blah blah. Late 1800s, Cigar wow. City. It was popular among workers in the district's many cigar factories. Sounds okay. good. Sounds really good. I think the the main thing that we need to know here, yes, is if you've seen the movie Chef, yes, the John Favreau movie. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite. That, that's my favorite movie. Uh, that is. That is the best. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're so proud of that one. I'm really proud of that one. <laughs> um, but that's like the, the best homage to to this to this uh, delicacy. Mm-hmm. Delicacy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, not very the, delicate. that's the food truck he opens. It's a Cubano. That's correct. Brings um, it all the way back to L.A. for me. And only and me. The thing is, you can't you should not. You should not watch that. If you haven't seen it, you should not watch it when you're hungry. Definitely eat a big meal before you watch it, because otherwise you're going to probably run into the TV and uh, smash your head because you want to eat the sandwich. Do you do that with Food Network? <laughs> yeah, I, I I go really close to the screen and start sniffing. Oh, yeah. Too much pepper. Yeah, need need that. Oh, needs more salt. Bacon. Give me. Uh, are you a whale? Wait, <laughs> I can't taste anything but salt. <laughs> salt vision. Salt. Saltalamachia. <laughs> Whoa. Busting out Noldy there. Yep. So that's it. Uh... If I if there's a place around me that has cumin sandwiches, mm-hmm. um, I'm definitely going to get one because I don't have the means to make one myself. I think you do. Oh, you just don't have a press. You don't have a, a panini press. I would need a, yeah, I would definitely need a press and I you, do you, not own one. You could go to feed dot press uh don't think that's how that works that's not how, okay well no that's fine i think the sandwich is more than 400 megs <sighs> that is probably true gosh would you take a megabyte out of that 
All right. All right. Move on. Please. <laughs> Please. Oh, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> hey, Kenny, this week we scoured the internet looking for people willing to take on world records that no one cares about. We'll mention three records this week, and then you, the listener, can go to morningshow.am slash vote to decide which will receive the award for record of the week. Got three records for you here, Kenny. Number one, are you ready? I'm ready. The most sports jerseys worn at once. Tom Hunter. This is by by Tom Hunter. He wore 21 sports jerseys at once. He just could not decide which team was his favorite. (laughs) Yeah, the fact that you even own 21 jerseys. Yeah, I can't even imagine. I can't. I can't imagine that I have either. One. I have one. Would uh, well, you would probably want to start with a much smaller size than your actual regular jersey. For oh the, yeah, for the smallest one, and then you right. go up to the largest. So, if you have a family um, the size of Escondido, you can just take each person's jersey and try and wear it in succession. Right? That's how I guess that works. That's true. Or is it Encinitas? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. Kenny, record number two. The most objects put in a basketball hoop. What? Selena and his friends put 47 objects in a basketball hoop. Now, you cannot, according to the rules, you cannot tie off the bottom of this hoop. You just have to uh-huh. let it let it go free, I guess. Okay. Um, and then try and place a whole bunch of objects in there. And they got 47 objects in said hoop. Uh, I guess a collection of balls and other items, outdoor items. Okay. And they just stuffed it into they their basketball hoop? Stuffed it into the basketball hoop, making it completely useless. However, breaking a world record. Wow. These, these, first, these first two records, Kyle, have been broken by children. then we're going to go three for three and bat a thousand here because record number three is the most pencils fit in a t-shirt while wearing it. Ben, small, tiny little Ben here fit 201 pencils in his t-shirt at once. Now there are some interesting rules for this. You must use a short sleeve t-shirt. Tucking in the shirt is permitted, so I guess you don't want them escaping down the bottom of said shirt. (laughs) And pencils must remain in the t-shirt for at least five seconds. So if you're bursting at the seams with with plenty of pencils, um, it needs to stay stay in there for at least five seconds. Can I just say, the the kid in this video, he's got to be like six years old. Yes. What parent was like, hey, Ben, let's try to break this record. Also... Also, let's put some pencils down your shirt. It, yeah, it's 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 you punk. It's strange. I, I I assume that it was not someone of of their right minds idea. I believe it was the child's idea, Ben himself. Um, but the the <laughs> most. Mommy, the, can I put some pencils down my shirt? Yes. Uh, if you're going to do it, we're going to do it for a world record because you have to amount to something in life. Uh, <clears throat> mm. Hey, Ben. Oh, what? <laughs> uh, why did you sharpen all the pencils first? Because I ain't no scrub. Okay. Guys, <laughs> peeps. Uh, I just seems dangerous. Because I want to draw on my skin. I figured, yeah, with graphite. Plenty and of gra- draw blood. Listen, I have graphite stuck in my hand from the seventh grade. I understand. Kyle, that's not, that's, that's going to be there forever. By I the way. know. I understand that. And I've tried multiple times to get rid of it. It's just how not did happening. You get, how, uh, tell us the story about how you got it in your hand. Uh, well, <clears throat> so in seventh grade, uh, apparently, uh, before the, the advent of cell phones, uh, my seventh grade teacher would fireman carry us out of the classroom for some reason. Not well, sure sorry, why. Like, what did you just say? This <laughs> the seventh grade teacher, uh, a, a probably 60-year-old female former prison guard would firemen carry us out of the classroom firemen carry okay when you said that fast you go 
would fireman curious? Like what is what is that Greek? I'm 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 just fireman curious. It's fine. <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry don't worry about it. Uh, and then okay. and also I think it had something to do with the fact that uh, there was a group of people who would take fully sharpened pencils and try to stab other people with them. I think you're in prison, actually. Uh, I think so, too. So uh, the people ended up going to the infirmary with basically number twos uh, stuck in their, <laughs> in, in their in their stomachs, in their um, butts. In, in, no, not there. No, that's not that's not where they were stuck. That's where my number two is. Yeah, usually my me too. Yeah. OK. So uh, in in one bout of stabbing. Uh, I was I was thusly stabbed in my hand in seventh grade. I was into some weird stuff. Yeah, and sounds also, like it. Also, I grew up in prison <laughs> with a fireman curious. With, with the with the fireman curious. <laughs> All right, so that's thanks that, for hey, the story, Kyle. You're welcome, Kenny. That is the record of the week. We've got three records: the most sports jerseys worn at once. Number two, most objects put into a basketball hoop. And number three, the most pencils fit into a t-shirt while wearing it. You can go over to... I think I could beat the pencil one. Yeah, I think we could beat all of these. Well, I don't have a basketball hoop. So I... Well, we could figure it out. We would find a way to do it. Kenny, go if you would like to. You can go over to morningshow.am slash vote and decide which is going to win for record of the week right now. Sounds good. The voting will be open all the way until uh, our next show, Friday. Basically, I'll just turn it off right when the show is recording. So there you go. Cool. That is record of the week. Kenny, let's move on to upvote, downvote. Now, I've got some interesting things for you here. This is not a standard upvote, downvote segment for you. We're going to blast through a couple of these. But why Combinator? You know, you know why Combinator? Yeah, why wouldn't I? Why would you? Uh, they're a startup accelerator, and they're hosting the Summer 2016 Demo Day. And that's happening right now. We're going to run through a couple of the highlights from Demo Day number one. Um, and basically blindly judge these startups and react to months, if not years, of hard work that someone has put into an idea. And uh, number two, pencil all over it. I do this all the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you do you do the number. What do you do all the time? Judging. Okay, perfect. Well, then. Um, so for this, I figure we could read a couple of these and and see whether or not you thought they were interesting. All right. All right. All right. Shoot. Here's number one. Weddings can often seem to lead to temporary insanity, Kenny. Boo! Joy is building a tool to help couples plan everything that takes place in between the engagement and the honeymoon. The company's marital software suite has seen some major growth over the past several months with about 150 happy couples joining the service daily to manage their RSVPs, track guests, and keep everything organized. Joy is now looking to break into the $14 billion wedding industry, where they will see even more potential to earn healthy commissions. What do you think? Wedding, uh, wedding software. Okay, now, considering that both you and I just recently went through planning weddings, mm-hmm. um, I would say that having something collect all of that work and put it into one place is helpful. So I will say that this, although this is not original, there's a lot of things Wedding. out there that try to do this. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't understand what this is doing differently to, to separate itself. So, and they're not really saying what their software does beyond keep everything organized. Right. Well, this is, these are the pitches. These are these quick pitches. Quick. No, I understand that they're quick pitches, mm-hmm. but in your pitch, you need to you need to tell me what you're doing to separate yourself from the the, the collection of other apps true. that already do this kind of thing. That is true. So, uh, downvote from me. Oh, no oh, joy. 
Mm-hmm. No joy at all. I will joyless. Also, <laughs> I will. Ooh, boy, I know the multitude of websites that are out there that handle this type of stuff right now. And this doesn't sound any different. And this, well, it it kind of does, but they call it software. And I'm confused on software, whether that's web or desktop I think or app-based. Also confused. I have no idea what they're trying to accomplish, so I guess I will also downvote. <clears throat> sorry, Joy. We are very sorry. Not sorry. All right. Number two. Go, go, grandparent. Dial a right to share. Kenny. Senior citizens want independence, but many aren't versed in using smartphone apps like Uber. GoGo Grandparent lets seniors call via phone to book a ride, which the startup books through existing car services. With a 50% margin, oh my gosh, GoGo Grandparent is growing 12% week over week. That's insane! And 21% of first-time users stick with it. Now, seniors are asking for help getting groceries and medicine, giving GoGo Grandparent adjacent markets to expand into. Those seniors might get better at smartphones, GoGo Grandparent thinks that they can be the layer in between them and the on-demand economy. Nope. 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 But sorry. They're, but they're... A 50% margin. Sorry. 50% margin growing 12% week over week. Uh, that's not... You can't sustain that. No way. No how. That's impossible. <laughs> my god uh, and best part 21 percent of first-time users stick with it that means you're only retaining 21 percent of your users can you imagine how much more expensive it is, it is to use their service than actually just booking it yourself and having a smartphone because it's I prob- actually it's not oh, like ahead. they don't have a smartphone i would assume that's pretty much all you can get these days unless you actually try to not get a smartphone you're stuck with one I would recommend services that try to alleviate this actually through an application rather than a a telephone. I guess I don't. I, 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 yeah, but old people only use telephones. Sure, Kyle. sure. But if you say grandparent, that what is that these days? That's like fifty year olds now. Yeah, that's true. And they're. Uh, I think. I think. Oh, I think totally. lumping senior citizens into grandparents right. is the wrong move here. Right. You're going to you're going to insult one of the groups, if right. not both of them. I would say both. Definitely um, both. Also, I have a friend who just started driving for Uber uh-huh. uh, in Modesto Uber and Lyft. Mm. Uh, Turlock, actually. Ah, and college, they, college, those gosh darn college kids. Oh, they need the Uber. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I guess uh, this past week or something like that, uh, she she got a call to pick up medicine from the drugstore ah, and deliver it. Bingo. And her her ride was, um, I guess it was ordered from someone in Texas, but their their parent or grandparent lived in Turlock. Ah, so we could we could have been seeing this go go grandparent at work, go go gadget grandparent. Uh maybe. Mm-hmm. Um. That's that. That's entirely possible. Were they able? Now to that actually, I'm thinking about it, it yeah. might have been this. <laughs> Were they able to actually pick it up for that person? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, like wow. you just need a number or something like that. So um, you, wow, that's that's bad. Hack into whatever database that is and go grab well, people's medicine for life. Well, I don't. I don't necessarily know all the details about it. I just know that 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 happened. Mm. It, it could have been through this service. It also could have been Uber just being like, uh, "Yeah, go do this." Like, like that could have been an option that you you have with Uber now. I well, don't know. I, I think it is beneficial. Yes, a hundred percent beneficial to help people get these things who cannot get them themselves. Or but downvote, downvote for like just just this the pitch of fifty percent margin, twelve percent week over week. The My monet- goodness, <laughs> the monetization here. Yeah. yeah. Not uh, that just does not sound good to me. So down you know, you're going a little too deep into that. Uh, we don't need to know all of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Slash, you're gonna you're gonna crash and burn. So we're gonna we're gonna downvote it. We're gonna yeah. dig it dig it a six foot hole and uh, just go ahead and <laughs> leave just leave kick it. it in. Yep, you kick it, Kenny. Last one here for you. This is Skylights. Skylights VR as in flight entertainment. 
Kenny, those tiny seatback no. screens cost airlines a fortune because of installation and the weight they add. And they make you feel trapped on the plane. Oh, gosh. Skylights has developed its own VR headsets and software so passengers can strap in and watch whatever 2D and 3D movies on that virtual giant screen as they want. Skylights has already outfitted 100 flights for four airlines, and its current deals for 15 flights a day will bring in $1 million a year in recurring revenue. With the founder, who is a former, former commercial pilot and airline exec, Skylights wants to make VR in-flight entertainment good enough to become a differentiation point. Blip, 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 blip. No freaking way. No. I'm not putting VR while I'm sitting on an airplane around surrounded by strangers. <laughs> and then I can't leave? No way. No. Are you insane? Yes. I, okay, good. <clears throat> I'm glad you admitted it. The the sticking point here for me is that they made their own VR headset. So no matter what, you know they don't have the team behind the folks who have made leaps and bounds in the VR space already. Right. And for the content that's supposed to be put out on those particular games, head devices, whatever, what all those things, right? You're not going to be... Okay, I have an idea about this. Okay, go ahead. I'm willing to bet that what they did was they made a proprietary headset that has actually no technology in it. It's like the gear, the Samsung gear okay. VR, mm -hmm. where you have to actually use your phone. So what you do is you put it's, your phone into this headset. It can't be your own. No, it can't be your and own phone. You download, you download software on your phone uh, to run their content. <sighs> that way they control you both through your phone and through their headset deal. That's, that's not surprising. I would, well, okay. All right, so the next, and, and, the next time the we best, fly, next time we oh, yeah. fly, I'm going to bring this cardboard with me. See what happens. Just strap it in my, strap it in my face and watch a movie, I guess. Yeah, you're gonna sit next to the guy who's watching, you know, like the worst thing in VR. Sure, absolutely. And you're just gonna be sitting. You're gonna be like trying to enjoy a ginger ale or something like that. You turn next <laughs> to the guy next to you, and you're like, "What is going on?" He's literally, literally flipping out no, 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 because no. of what no, no, is no, no. happening. No, 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 no. <gasps> Gasp. People have people have some pretty visceral reactions to oh, VR. <laughs> we exactly. We do not need that on an airplane. <laughs> That, that's why I'm I I poo pooed this in the beginning because Ooh, no, okay. Also, the tiny seatback <laughs> screens that cost airlines a fortune because of installation and the weight they add. Sure. Um, what about all these VR headsets that you're adding? Mm. And then, there, mm. I mean, if if it's if it's what I'm saying, where you need you you only need your phone and it's just a plastic piece of thing that goes on your face. Okay, yeah, you're saving some weight, but. If it's not that and you need whatever you're using to run the VR headset, right. that's adding weight right Ima there. Imagine having to replace those too. Because oh. it's something that people grab with their grubby chili fingers oh. and throw around the airplane. You, you slap it onto the face of your child with all the pencils in its shirt and they throw it across the airplane. Also breaking it uh, in half. So... So the, this this figure that they gave one million dollars a year in recurring revenue. Yes. Um, notice that they said revenue and not profit, because a <laughs> million dollars a year in revenue means you must be losing a lot of money. I would assume so. If they're making it themselves, they would need tooling costs for the plastics for your distribution face. costs. Dis Software development—it's—it's it's a lot. It's a lot of cost. I'm just there's no, there's no way you can run a business on a million dollars a year. Ah, no, but but you can. I, okay. Okay. So we're we're town vote for skylights. I will agree with you. I hope they're listening. I hope they're not listening at all, Kenny. I hope though that you were listening to this episode still because we need you to go over to goodstuff.fm/slash/morning show and uh, visit it. Click some links, 
support the show. We've got some um, links in there for things like Patreon, patreon.com slash morning show. We also have uh, more links over at morningshow.am slash support. It's a bunch of stuff that, if you're interested, would help you out and helps the show out. Things like uh, whatever, coupon codes and uh, referral links, things like that. It does help the show. We, Are we, we not playing we, two stupid games today? We get actually things. No, look, look, look at the time. We don't have time for that. Oh, I guess you're right. We went way, way, ultra, mega long, but it's fine. Don't worry about it. Also, be sure to check out some of the other great shows on the Good Stuff FM network. Non-breaking space at you two. Three guys, three questions. Come back. You can also email the show, Kyle at goodstuff.fm, for questions, concerns, complaints, and other generally great stuff. Follow us, Kenny, your pizza robotics. Mm-hmm. I I am Dog Burps on Twitter. Special thanks to Feed Press for their continuing support of this program. We appreciate it. This will go up at 128 kilobits per second. Just completely fill your podcast player of choice in offline mode. Just instantly. You won't you won't have any more room for any more photos because of us. Yep. And we're sorry. Not sorry. We'll be back on Friday. Be sure to go vote to morningshow.am slash vote to vote for the record of the week. And then we will talk about who the winner is on Friday. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put the uh, the two stupid games links in the notes so you guys oh, can- yeah. Go play. We're not going to play. You can they're, go play. Are, they're already there. Please, if you'd like to, please go play. We can play on Friday if you're interested. It's fine. Maybe we will. Okay. That sounds good. We'll see you then, guys. Goodbye. Bye. Peeps. Peeps.